I have to admit, I'm girl crushing over here because I just interviewed someone I admire in the online space. I cannot wait for you to meet Jessica Stansberry, the passive income queen. I really love what she does because she's all about helping burnt out service providers and struggling newbiepreneurs ditch clients so they can make money and have more freedom with passive income. Sign me up, right? Do me a favor and grab your favorite drink of choice and a pen and paper because you will want to take some notes. Jessica's strategies and tips are pure gold. And speaking of gold, we're already in quarter four and the end of the year is upon us. Are you set with your planner for the new year? Are you looking for a new planner? I use the dream planner from Horatio Printing and I just love it. For years, I've searched for the perfect planner that would give me everything in one spot. Some planners were just too big and bulky. Some planners left me feeling inadequate or just didn't give me enough space to dream and journal. The dream planner has it all. This planner is not just about what you have to do. It is about who you want to become. Check out the new 2022 planners at HoratioPrinting.com. That's H-O-R-A-C-I-O printing.com. And if you want to save a little moolah, use code Allison Save at checkout. Again, that's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Save. Now let's dive into today's episode with Jessica. Hey there, Mom Boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into Instagram, personal branding, marketing hacks, and content creation strategies, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now podcaster and coach. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee or wine, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because I'm not going to lie. I have been stalking Jessica Stansbury for a while. I've been wanting her on my podcast. I decided to reach out to her and she was so kind and said, yes. So here she is. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to have you because we're going to talk about a topic that I normally don't cover on my show. It's really just not one of my things that I know deep about. It's like, I touch base on it, but I know you are the person to go to when it comes to passive income and affiliate marketing. But before we get into that, can you just introduce yourself to our audience and tell us what you do? Yeah. Hey, howdy. Hey, y'all. I'm Jessica Sansbury, and I teach entrepreneurs how to do the things that will help them work less and live more. It's kind of my, you know, method behind the madness. I really you know, it's funny because we all get into this like entrepreneurial journey to have more freedom, to have more time, but then we end up not having more freedom and more time. Um, My husband is actually on the pathway to leaving his job. He quits at the end of the month. And um, I keep telling him, I'm like, you're quitting to work more. Like, trust me. Um, And so my goal is to take entrepreneurs who are feeling that like, why did I quit this job? Or, you know, why did I get into this business? to feel just overworked and overwhelmed, to take them into a pathway where they can work less, live more and make more money. And I love that. And kudos to your husband for jumping on the train of entrepreneurship. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. He's terrified. 
he's yeah. terrified. And um, you know he's what? definitely somebody who likes security, you know? And oh, so like, yeah. he's very like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and I think a lot of us can relate to that because we do have these goals and dreams and we jump into this world of entrepreneurship where we think that we are just going to run a business smoothly. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, what happens? We get into it and we're actually working more than your typical nine to five. It happens. That's just the reality. And do you find yourself, Jessica, that you are constantly thinking about your business? Like it's just constantly in your head. Yes, absolutely. Now it's funny because I don't hate that, right? Like I love that I can constantly think about my business. Um, But it also, sometimes I have to force myself. I'm like, Jessica, no go do something else. Like think about the birds in the sky. I don't know. Think about something else. Um, but yes, absolutely. I feel like I've gotten a lot better as the years have gone on to understand my boundaries. But I mean, I'm thinking about business in the shower. I'm thinking about business when I go for a walk, I'm thinking about business, you know, when I'm in the grocery store. So it is what it is. (laughs) Yes, I can relate. And it's so true about those boundaries. That is something that you just absolutely have to have if you really want to create that life, because funny story, just last night, we were in the basement watching Stranger Things with the kids. And I hear my Voxer notification go off in the kitchen. And I know, I know it's one of my clients. And a part of me wanted to jump up and go check it because I want to be there for my clients. But I'm like, wait a minute, it is eight o'clock at night. And I'm watching Stranger Things with my kids. And this is what I wanted to build. So why would I walk away from that? So yeah, so building boundaries is definitely something that we definitely have to do. And I know you're really heavy into boundaries, but Mm -hmm. I want to really jump into passive income because I think passive income is definitely a direction or a path that can lead us to working less and spending more time with our family. But I think how to get to passive income can be a little tricky. So why do you think entrepreneurs should have passive income? And what exactly is it? Yeah. So there's a couple different reasons. One, it's, you know, we've all heard that phrase that like every millionaire has seven streams of income or like whatever the phrase is, right? And who knows if that's actually true, right? Like who's doing these studies? But anyway, (laughs) um, it could be 12 streams of income. It could be four, you know, but I do think that most successful, and I'm saying that with air quotes, um, people are, you know, diversifying their income streams. And that's really a big reason I preach it is because, you know, if something happens, I mean, look at 2020, right? Like I look at a lot of the businesses in my local area that had to shut down, like they were just done. And y'all all know those same people, um, you know, that just had to shut down and the way like stuff can happen. So if we can create passive income streams that can be running in the background, we're protected a little bit. We have a little bit of a fail safe to where if something does happen with our mainstream of income, we're not completely, you know, up shoots Creek without a paddle, right? Like we're, we're, we can still paddle. Maybe we lost one of them, but we still have another paddle, you know, right. going along the way. Um, but then the other thing is, again, going back to that initial thing I said, we didn't, we didn't build these businesses to work all the time. And so right. setting up streams of income where you can make money while you're sleeping, while you're at the gym, while you're with your kids watching Stranger Things, while you're 
um, you know, on vacation is really powerful because it, it, it enables you and gives you this, um, sense of security and it enables you to do those things without feeling like you're having to run that rat race, um, that so many entrepreneurs feel like they have to have. I love that. And to give our audience kind of a visual of what that might look like as far Mm -hmm. as passive income, I'll use myself as an example, and then you can give one as well. But I do coaching and I do either one-on-one coaching or I do group coaching, but I can't do that all the time. There's times where I want to take a break. Right now I'm getting into homeschooling. Homeschooling is new to me. And I'm also running group coaching but that is going to end in October. So I have to be thinking about other ways of income. So I do have a DIY online course. I -hmm. have an Instagram Reels workshop that people can buy. I have an ebook. And I also have some affiliate marketing codes that I have that I can also make money from. Do you have any other examples of what passive income might look like? Um, I mean, it could be real estate investments. It could be, like you said, affiliate marketing, um, affiliates for other people's courses, digital products, right? Like printables and things like that. And I'll, just to kind of like add to what you said, it's passive income. It gets this like weird definition because like the dude bro marketers, you know, they're like, yeah, I made mean, like, I, I literally, while I was getting ready this morning, was watching a YouTube video and there was some dude that popped up in the middle of it, you know, how YouTube ads are. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm like walking on the beach and I just made $3,000 this morning. I'm like, shut the heck up. You did not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, you probably did, but like, it's so sleazy, you know? And so that gets, uh, it gives passive income this like quote unquote bad name. But really to me and my definition of passive income is that you do the work beforehand and there's not a deliverable that has to happen after someone purchases from you and you can sell to as many people as you want to. So that's really how it's kind of broken down. So if you can create something once and sell it many, many times without you having to be physically involved in the deliver, you know, of that, the delivery, I I left out a letter there, the delivery (laughs) of that thing, um, that's when you win at passive income. And that's when you really create it, set up the systems so it's done automatically for you. So for example, if it's an ebook or it's an Mm -hmm. e-course, you know, once the person purchases it, it automatically in an email system, the emails are set up or whatever your tool is to accept the payment, all of that. That's, you really have to do the work in the beginning to really set this up. This is not something that's easy. And I think it's not something that can be done overnight. I guess it could, but you want it to be really good. You know, exactly. I I just did a YouTube video will go live um, on my channel this morning. And at the end of it, I'm talking about like what you need to do if you want to quit your job, but you don't have money, right? Like Mm. we're seeing this mass exodus, right? From corporate, but I'm sure there's people who are like, but how are people doing this? We ain't got no money. Like what's going on? So it's a video about that. And I'm talking about, you know, doing a service or doing this or doing that. And at the end, I'm like, y'all, I understand that like myself and other people are constantly telling you to get on that passive income train, but that is a long game. It really is. You need, I was telling my husband this the other day, um, because again, we've had a lot of conversations where he's like quitting and, you know, whatever, but passive income is really that like wide cast fishing net, right? So it's like, 
you're in the middle of the ocean and your net is only so big. And when you're just getting started, you have a, you have like a butterfly net, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't have a big audience. You can only catch so many fish in that butterfly net to sell to, right? And as you grow, as you grow, as you get more money, you can buy a bigger boat, you can get a bigger net, you can cast a wider net and catch more fish to purchase the things. So it's definitely a long game. You know, if I told you right now you had to go buy a fishing boat and outfit it, most people are gonna be like, I can't afford that. And that's exactly what passive income is. It takes a while to get there and you have to build yourself up to that point. Now, within the umbrella of like passive income, do you suggest that you should still have like a signature item or a service or a product that you're known for? And then you can still have things underneath, you know, other passive income streams. Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you have a business of any structure, there needs to be some kind of signature program, signature offer, um, signature thing that you're constantly promoting, even if there are other things. And, And as you grow, like as your business grows, you can niche out, right? So if you get really good at attracting the audience who wants offer one, right? Like passive income offer one and you attract them and you attract them and you attract them. As long as those same people would buy offer two, as you grow, you can expand those out. But yeah, I mean, the pathway to growth is being really niched down and understanding how you get those people in the top of the funnel so that you can get them out a purchasing customer. And as you grow, you can kind of, again, widen that fishing net, if you will. Okay, cool. That, that really helps. Now I want to switch gears to affiliate marketing because that is a very good path to passive income or it can yes. be a type of passive income. But what is your advice on making a really good decision on choosing the right affiliate to work with or represent? Okay, I have a couple. I have a couple like factors that really key into who you should work with first, right? And that is one, you have actually used them and love them. Um, I hate this whole, like, I'm an affiliate for this thing. And like, they don't, they've not even used that. They're like, Mm -hmm. they're just sharing it because they're going to get some money, you know? Um, So actually using it and loving the product is key because at that point, when you share about it, you are authentic and you're, that attitude is going to rub off on the people seeing it on the other end. And you'll build a reputation that you're only sharing things that you love, right? Like you're not just going to share things because they're there to share, you know? Um, The second thing is to pick affiliates that, again, you know, and you love and you have actually used, but that have like higher commission rates. Mm -hmm. So Amazon is always the first place people go. Amazon is always, you know, what people start with. And I have nothing against Amazon I have tons and tons of Amazon links all over the internet and make a little bit of money every month from Amazon, but they pay pennies, right? Yeah. Like unless someone's buying like massive, like purchases from Amazon, you're probably not going to make that much money from Amazon. Whereas, um, you know, another system or another service might pay you more. And that kind of leads me into my third thing. And that is to, partner with affiliates that are going to pay you a recurring commission. 
that's where the magic happens. They generally pay more commission anyway. And then a recurring commission means that you can start to count on that income to come in every month. And this is more something that people sign up for on a monthly basis. That's like what you're going to see this with. Um, services are usually kind of what falls in this softwares. Um, so like email marketing systems, um, you know, like I use ClickUp to manage my business and their affiliate program is a monthly fee of anybody you get signed up. Um, so it really is mostly softwares and things like that that are going to do this, but that's where you're going to see the biggest benefit. Um, when I quit, okay, so I had a podcast called All Up In Your Lady Business when I first started um, in 20, from 2015 to 2018 that I co-hosted with... Um, one of my good friends, her name's Jacqueline Malone, and we split off in 2018. No hard feelings or anything. We just stopped the podcast. Um, but during that podcast reign, we were like one of the first podcasts to start promoting ConvertKit. And it was just an affiliate promotion. That's all it was. At the time, ConvertKit did not have a free option. Um, so everybody who signed up was paid. And um, we got, I can't remember what the percentage is. It's like 25 or 30% of each one monthly, like each person who signed up. And on ConvertKit, which is an email marketing system, you pay per how many subscribers you have, right? And so it could be $8 in it, you know, for each person if they had a small list, or it could be $45, right? And so we got on this train. We had a very small audience at the time, um, but we were like one of the first podcasts to be able to promote it. And when we quit doing the podcast, we were making over... $2,000 or $3,000, um, I can't remember now because it's been a while, but two or $3,000 a month just from promoting an email marketing system. That's it. And we had no other income coming into that podcast other than that. And remember that I just said it went till 2018. So we are almost, what, three years removed from that. Um, we still consistently make about $1,000 a month from that. I was going to so say, because that's, <laughs> yeah, because that's evergreen content that's out there. Mm -hmm. So, it is. And those people who signed up three years ago are still using it. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, yes, it has taken a dip for sure. Cause we haven't had new episodes in three months or three years. Um, but I mean, that's the power of affiliate income is like, you can build it up. And if you build up a really good system and strategy with sharing your things, those links could give you income for years to come. And you just said something really important about sharing. And that really leads to my next question, because we might find some great companies or represent some great services, like you said, like email marketing, you know, I know I have a few, but I think the problem is we sign up for it. We might share it once or twice. And then I'm going to be honest, we forget. Yeah. Oh, wait, we are an affiliate for this person. <laughs> Why are we not sharing this? So what strategies do you have for making affiliate marketing actually work for us? Yeah, so there's a couple. One would be if you have some kind of content, like a podcast, um, <laughs> where you could create ads for those affiliates within that podcast, do that. That is what we did with ConvertKit. It's still what I do. So if you listen to my podcast, um, sometimes I'm promoting my own stuff, but sometimes it's ads for ClickUp and ConvertKit. The reason I do that is they're recurring and they have a higher commission. I could create an ad for anything I'm an affiliate for, but those are the two that I choose to focus on on the podcast because they're the most relevant to my people. They pay me the most and they're the most recurring, right? 
And so if you have any kind of content on the internet that you could have sponsored, quote unquote, by your affiliates, do that, especially things that will run forever, right? Like blog posts, um, YouTube videos, you can do that. The other thing is to create specific content for those things, right? So I have a YouTube channel and I will, you know, create content where it's like, okay, I'm going to teach everybody who watches this video how to use ClickUp. But of course I'm going to give them my affiliate link, like duh. And so that video is going to help solve their problem, but it's also going to get more people to sign up through my link. And that video lives out there forever. So it's constantly churning these people in, right? Um, you can do this with any type of content, blogs, uh, podcast episodes, whatever. But the other thing, which is probably more like analog than those two options, is to set timers to remind yourself to share. So Instagram is a good example of this. I'm on Instagram. I stay on stories like all the time. And I have reminders like every month to share about certain things. Hey, don't forget that I have a ClickUp course, which different subject, but it could be an affiliate. It could be whatever. Um, it, when I get things in the mail, so like if I got something that I loved, like let's say I loved my tripod, which is sitting right here. Oh, I have this like phone tripod. I do share this. This is a big thing that I share. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> let's say I got that in the mail. I'm going to share it now, but Every time I use it, I'm going to remember that I need to share about this because this is something my audience cares about. So setting timers can really help too. Um, and just reminders every month, go in your phone and just set a reminder that repeats like on the 10th of every month. And you can go on Instagram and be like, Hey, I, you know, wanted to remind you about this awesome thing that I told you about like a month ago, but you know, I didn't know if I like had shared about it since. Um, but really creating content that has that baked in, in some way, whether that's ads or organically is going to get you the most bang for your buck. And could you also once in a while share things in your own email marketing? Like, Hey, I just want to share things that I'm loving and maybe list a few things that you're loving currently. And one of those things could be one of your affiliate marketings and say, Hey, by the way, if you're interested in this, here's my affiliate code. If you want to check it out, like it doesn't need to be like creepy or slimy or sleazy about it. You can just make it right. so natural. Totally. You absolutely can. Now you have to be a little careful with that, um, with Amazon because you're not allowed to send Amazon affiliate links in email marketing blast. Um, yeah, that's fine. So they're the only company I know of that does, that has that very specific role. Um, if you're an Amazon influencer and you can get an influencer store, you can send a link to your influencer store, but you can't send direct links to products. Um, very weird, very strange. That is thing. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, you absolutely can do that. And that's, you know, this, by the way, that's why bloggers will put up blog posts of their favorite things and then send an email that's like, hey, go check out the blog post because mm -hmm. they're getting around this rule that you can't send Amazon links. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are a ton of different ways that you can, you know, promote things for sure. Um, and you just have to figure out like what your regular content, you know, production schedule is and how you can kind of bake those affiliate links into that. That's really awesome. And going back to what you said about setting the timers, because something that I did recently is I just have like a mastered list of ideas for my Instagram stories, Monday through Friday, 
Yeah. So I have different ideas on different days. And I just recently added for like Friday, I'm like, okay, make Friday a promotion day. It doesn't need to be a paid all the time. It could be my freebies. It could be paid products and it can be affiliates or anything that I love. Mm -hmm. So now it is a reminder every Friday for me to share something in my Instagram story. So I know I'll be mixing in my affiliates in there. So I'm glad that you said that because I'm like, okay, I'm on the right track. (laughs) Exactly. I have a course called Insta Sales School and it teaches people how to sell from within Instagram. And that's one of the things I tell them to do is like make a schedule that you're going to get on there and talk about what you sell because we get in such a, like a, you know, a cycle of Mm -hmm. just doing the content that we know we're supposed to do but then we never sell to people. And that's the whole point of our business, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, like setting a reminder or a schedule of some way, like every Friday or every second Tuesday or like whatever the scenario might be to actually remind people of this thing. Um, it, it will really help. And I will say like a quick little just secret tip, um, especially for Instagram is to get people to self-select that they what that like they want what you're going to talk about rather than just blurting it out. So doing surveys where you're like, Hey, you know, um, would you, are you interested in like affiliate marketing? For instance, like if I had a guide to send people for affiliate marketing and I gave them a yes or a no, I'm going to get a lot more people opting into that or purchasing that or clicking that link. If I do that and then go back through those yeses and DM them personally, then I am if I'm just like, hey guys, like I have this thing, swipe up here or click here or whatever, um, then, you know, then doing it that way. So if you can find a way to make it interactive and personal in the DMs, you're going to win even more. I love that. It is the power of the DMs because you are having that one-on-one conversation and they actually ask for it. So they'll be more inclined to actually answer because they'll be like, oh my gosh, she's actually responding to me. (laughs) Yeah. So I, when I do that, especially for free things, I, um, I see like a 80% conversion, which is bananas, you know, like I never get 80% of people who watch a story to swipe up on a story ever. Right. And so, I mean, not even remotely close, like maybe 5%. Um, and so when I do that, it's like, you know, if there's a hundred people that say yes, 80 of them are going to go get the thing or go do the thing. And it just makes it, I don't know, it just makes it more personal and they feel more like they, you know, made that choice rather than whatever. And they're not going to forget about it. Right. So like, if I'm like, Hey, go buy this camera phone holder thingy, um, and swipe up here, they may see it and be like, I'm going to do that later. And later it's gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's sitting in their DMS, they are reminded of it. Oh, I love that. That's a great tip. Now, any last minute advice when it comes to passive income or affiliate marketing? I would say start with what feels the most comfortable and most natural to you. So, you know, if it's affiliate marketing, great, then start with that. If it's um, courses or eBooks or, you know, whatever else falls in this passive income realm, then go with that. Because if we're kind of trying to force it, it's going to feel forced and we're not going to do the thing. So I would kind of evaluate what your current business model is and what makes the most sense with that business model. Um, because it may not be that you're getting on Instagram stories, stories and sharing, there we go, not stories, um, <laughs> and, and sharing about random things, because maybe that doesn't make sense with your 
you know, your business model. Um, The other thing I would say is to really look into being affiliates for other people's products in your space. So, you know, being an affiliate for someone who has a course that my ideal people would want, but isn't, you know, connected to what I teach or what I talk about is going to get me way more commissions. And this is why you see people like, um, well, she didn't do it this year, but the B school Mm -hmm. situation every year, Marie Forleo, and she has all these affiliates, right? And like, you're seeing everybody, Amy Porterfield, like all these people, like I am a graduate of B school and you should buy B school. It's because those those, those guys are making a thousand dollars a pop every time they sell one of those courses. And so that can be a really massive way to make passive income because that is truly passive. Generally, there are some things that people will throw in that make bonuses, you know, for them. So people will purchase from them since there are so many people promoting it. But for the most part, I mean, you are literally selling someone else's course that they are going to deliver. So like, look into things like that. I mean, it might be that you're um, a sleep coach. And so you have all of these like moms who are coming to you. And then, you know, so-and-so over here has these systems for um, decluttering for moms. And you could be an affiliate for that course. You could do a launch, you could do whatever and make money off of someone else's courses. So I know we talked a lot about systems and products, but I didn't want to leave that out. And a real life example is everyone knows that I have a podcast, but I don't teach how to launch and do a podcast. Right. But I am an affiliate for a podcast course. Right. So if people come to ask me about podcasting, I point them that way. And it's up to that person to deliver the course. I'm just an affiliate for it. So exactly. Literally while we were sitting here, I wish uh, you're not going to be able to see it. I received an affiliate payout from a course that I promote. Um, So it's like, it's so easy, you know, and that one specifically, it's a course on how to become a virtual assistant. And so I have a couple of videos out on YouTube that are talk the one today that they're talking about like what to do if you want to start your own business. And a virtual assistant is always a good, like first option for people. And I always have that linked in the description. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really easy way to make money, you know, um, once you kind of get your footing and understand where you should kind of plant that flag. That's awesome. Great advice. And Jessica, this was such an amazing conversation. I know my audience is definitely going to want to connect with you to learn more about passive income and affiliate marketing. And then you're, you know, you're just a fun person to hang out with on Instagram. So where can the audience connect with you? Yes, please come hang out with me on Instagram. I do. I do love my Instagram peeps. Um, So on Instagram, it's just my name at Jessica Stansberry. And then if you Google my name, you'll find me everywhere. Um, But my website is heyjessica.com. And that's where you'll find links to everything else too. So if you were to forget, you can just go to heyjessica.com. Very cool. I'll make sure that the uh, links will be in the show notes. And thanks again for this awesome conversation. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.